1: So with the legalization of weed, what does that mean for insurance companies? Because a lot of what we have talked about so far is focused on the criminal side of this issue. You know, the changes to the criminal code um, and the headaches that people are having getting their weed. Apparently, it's not coming in the mail fast enough. But, you know, impaired driving and catching those under the influence is still very much in a state of flux. And there is simply no reliable technology in place that's going to, you know, guarantee actual results. So across this country, police in many, many jurisdictions are essentially going to be using their, quote, best judgment approach because there's not enough data or research available to know you know, when THC leaves your body or how long it stays. So you're going to have cops out there kind of looking in and seeing if your eyes are all googly because we also don't have real technology that's reliable because we know that the, the technology approved by the federal government, well, it doesn't really work well in the winter. And we just happen to get cold weather for a very long time. So it could mean a whole bunch of people are going to get caught in a guessing game. And that creates a very big problem, because if you've ever been accused of anything, not only does it screw up your whole life, but insurance companies could start capitalizing it. Let's ask someone in the know, Daryl Singer. He's the head of a commercial and civil litigation over at Diamond and Diamond. He joins us now. Hi there. Hi, Alex. How are you? I'm good. What is your major concern with, you know, I think the rollout of weed has been looked at as kind of fairly smooth. The the, the sky is still, right. you know, intact. In What's your major concern? Well,
0: as you touched on just before you brought me on, it's it's how the auto insurers are going to deal with it. So, we see in my office thousands of uh, car accident cases a year, and what we see and what you know, the thousands of personal injury lawyers across the province see on a daily basis is insurance companies looking for every little excuse to deny your right to benefits when you're injured in an automobile accident. And this is going to be another example. I have absolutely no doubt that the insurance companies are going to jump on this at every opportunity they get. And, and it's not, you know, you alluded to the difficulty in the officer, police officers uh, making determinations. It's not really the fault of the officers. Mm -mm. They're going to do the best job they can do. But what's going to happen is initially, until we have the kind of standardized, reliable testing that we have with roadside alcohol tests, we're going to have a lot of false Uh, charges or false reports, and that's going to give the insurance companies an opportunity to say, hold on, we're not paying out these benefits. And what that means is people who will ultimately be exonerated, uh, and there will be many, many of them, because there's going to be, I expect, a lot of for lack of a better term, we'll call false positives at roadside based on the police decision making. Um, it's going to create additional litigation and people who are injured being denied benefits and lawyers like me and, and my colleagues having to fight for two, three, four, five years to get people these benefits that they deserve.
1: Yeah, I mean, so the lawyers will make money, but the insurance companies, you know, they'll make a lot of money. Um But the bottom line is, I mean, this is the world we live in. We have a bunch of people that have past convictions with pot that are going to get exonerated. And then you're going to have a whole bunch of people who may or may not have had pot and they're going to get caught in, in a quagmire.
0: Well, and there's a right. I mean, imagine this. I have teen, you know, we have four teenagers in my house. Now, imagine, and and I don't know if you have teenagers, but any parent with teenagers knows your kids go out to a party on a Saturday night. They're driving, you know, my car, for example. They're at a party Mm -hmm. where weed is being smoked. Right. Um, it doesn't matter that they're not smoking the weed but you know it's on their jacket whatever now they get in a car they're driving home they get pulled over by the police they may not be smoking but the police officer in that heat of the Mm -hmm. moment says "Hmm, i got the smell of weed here i got a teenager behind a wheel i'm gonna make this charge um if there's and and that would occur let's say where there's an accident the teenager's involved in an accident now if that teenager's injured. or or that teenager hits somebody else who's injured, both of them are now going to have trouble collecting the insurance benefits. And again, it could be any number of things which cause the police officer, whether they lay a charge or not, even to simply write in the accident report that there's the suspicion of marijuana use, is going to give the insurance companies uh, an opportunity to deny the claim.
1: Yeah, and, and this may be out of your jurisdiction, but you know when it comes to insurance com- you know, companies, you have to report everything. They come over and look at your house and that. But will there come a point in your view that insurance companies will start saying, you know, when it comes to things like house insurance and or car insurance, do you smoke marijuana? Because when you're setting up your policies, you generally bundle them together. So are we going to start seeing, you know, questions that, you know, you've got to tell people if you smoke pot and will that drive your rates up?
0: It's entirely possible. I think not so much with auto insurance, but I think we're going to see that with home insurance, because your home insurance policy is often a liability policy for not just you know if your home burns down or gets burgled, but for if somebody has an incident in your home, a slip and fall or something of that nature. So I do think we will start seeing insurance companies down the road asking the same kind of questions that they now would ask on a life insurance or disability right. insurance application, and it will drive rates up and give them an again when there is a claim an opportunity to go hold on we're going to deny this and you can go get a lawyer and fight us for the next five
1: years sure because if you're setting up something like a life insurance policy and you have to go through the checkup and procedure you know the thc will stay in your blood for 30 days so if you just happen to go in after you smoke your joint you're going to be busted right there for well there your rates go up because there's thc in your system
0: right or or they'll just say we're not going to cover you at all right
1: Yeah, well, there's that price, too. Well, it sure will be interesting. We know that there's going to be probably class action suits out of this. It's too early to suggest that's going to happen anytime soon. But are you already starting to get calls of people that are concerned or have been caught impaired Uh, or or falsely impaired?
0: Not yet. I think it's coming. I don't see a class action suit anytime soon, but I do see an awful lot of, as I said, what we'll call false positives at roadside um, where now people are denied the right to the benefits they're entitled to. And I expect those calls are going to start, you know, within within a matter of days or weeks, we're going to start to see a lot of that.
1: Quickly, I've got like 20 seconds. Um, what advice then are you giving someone if they've been pulled over?
0: Uh, say nothing, do nothing. Uh, my advice to anybody is, you know, say nothing to the police at all, um, and don't get. You know, I tell my kids, don't get in a car with anybody who's smoking mm. marijuana because you don't want to get caught up in it in in these day and age. If there's a car accident and you're, you know, a passenger in a friend's vehicle, so be careful with whom you get in the car.
1: Good advice, Daryl. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate that. My,
0: yeah, my pleasure. Thanks.
1: That is uh, Daryl Singer, someone who does a. Uh commercial and civil litigation in this area over at Diamond and Diamond. And yeah, it, it's it, I think the unintended consequences of legal weed still very much unknown. Quick break here, and when we come back, ooh, guess who's going into federal politics? Ooh, take a guess. We'll talk about that coming up in just a minute, and we'll talk about why a guy dressed up like a hot dog and gave out hot dog water to essentially tell Gwyneth Paltrow, you're full of it. That next here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.